Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. Let's pray so we can get into the word of God. <clears throat> Father, we thank you. We love you and we adore you. We realize that without you, we cannot do nothing. But with you, all things become possible. Anoint my lips, Father. Every word that comes out, touch me first and also your people. We give you all the praise and we give you all the glory. And we pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, and the people of God said. People of God said, Amen. All right, we're gonna get that music going. We're just playing. So we, I'm here to talk to you about a simple little thing. Taking back, taking back. Look at somebody say, take it back. Take it back. Okay, taking back what the enemy has stolen. You're talking about what? What has the enemy stole from me? Sometimes you're feeling sad. Sometimes you're feeling depressed. Sometimes you're feeling overwhelmed. Sometimes you're feeling like. What can I do next? And so the enemy comes, the Bible says, to come kill, steal, and destroy. But God has come to give you what? Life what? Abundantly. Abundantly. In other words, I got enough. Let me help somebody else out. In other words, to tell somebody, hey, you need some help? You need help? You need, you need some money? You need some money? I'm here. You don't have to go to no bank. I'm right here. No, yeah. praise the Lord. And so I'm here to tell you this. Think about what the enemy has stole from you. Think about the precious little thing that you have. And, 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 and for us that are parents, our precious things that we have is our children. And so the enemy is coming to steal those away from you. The enemy is coming to take them away out of the church and get them out into the world. Get them out to, to things that are out there. Get them out to, to hey, look, the, the, the enemy comes to entice them and let them know you can have more fun out here than in there. But I'm here to tell you this. Someone said, but church is boring. The only boring thing in church, oh, don't get mad at me, is you. Oh, hello, somebody. <laughs> now, I'm here to tell you this. I'm telling you the reason why. Because we stood up. You could have clapped. You can clap. You can say amen. There's some songs that we sing that says jump. And you don't jump. You just, you just sit there like. And you call that. And you look around, everybody else is moving, everybody else is singing, and the only person that's just sitting there is you. So you're the, no, I'm, that's another sermon for another time. So watch this. I'm going to give, well, I don't know what I did with my paperwork. Mama, did somebody find my wife? You got my, got my book, baby. So, uh, so I give God the praise and God give all the glory and honor, you know, because I was, I was thinking about this throughout the week. I said, you know, the enemy really... Hold on to that for me, Freddie. I said, the enemy really does come. And he tries to steal your thoughts. Tries to steal your, your feelings. Tries to steal everything that you're going through. And if we let it, if we let it happen, you know, there's an old song that when I was growing up, it says, I'm going to the enemy's camp. And I'm going to take back what he stole from me. Uh... I'm going to take it back because I'm here to tell you the enemy does come. He doesn't come physically. He doesn't come no other way, but he tries to hit your mind. And once he hits your mind, he got your heart. The word of God says from the bottom of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you, if you start talking defeat, if you start talking, man, I just can't make it. Man, it seems like I'm just getting out of this problem and I'm into another problem. When you get out of that problem, guess what? There's another situation coming. And guess what? The word of God says that he will not put you or put you anywhere around that you cannot come overcome it. 
You can overcome the situation if you just understand who you are. Entiende lo que quien eres. Who are you? Someone said, uh, I'm a child of God. When well, if you're a child of God, act like a child of God. When the enemy comes to try to strike you, when the enemy comes to try to put you down, say, is that the best you can do? Understand this. The only thing the enemy does not understand, watch this now, I'm about to throw a little something at you, maybe you know, maybe you don't, is your laughter, is your smile. Some people don't want to smile because they got a tooth in front missing or uh, something, their smile got maybe yellow, green, black teeth, I don't know. Some people don't got no teeth and they just mad at you like that. I have no idea. My point to you is, have you laughed today? Have you smiled today? You know that the enemy doesn't know that. Why? Because we don't laugh a lot. We don't. We, we, there's not too much joy in you. There's, there's like, you're always serious. You're always like, oh, man. Again, I'm going through this situation again. And the thing about it is this. That, you know what? The enemy cannot bring something new to you. He's always using the same old trick over and over again. And we're so gullible just to fall for it. So I'm here to preach to you out of the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 30. And we're talking about David and the victory that David had. And so if you want to give a title to this sermon today, is just say this, I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. It belongs to me. It's mine. Have Before Toys R Us was shut down, how many of y'all ever took your child into Toys R Us and said, don't touch nothing? <laughs> huh? How many of us took that child in there and said, put your hand behind your back and don't grab nothing? Did the child do what you asked him to do? Watch this. And then the little child sees something and it's enticing, Brother Freddie. It's enticing, so they go and grab it. With it. They look around like, <laughs> and they go grab it. Next thing you know, they're playing with it in Toys R Us. You try to take that toy away from them, what happens? <laughs> and so you get embarrassed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to spit on that part of the <laughs> And you're trying to get that child. Uh, the, I'll always say, you know, when I hear a child crying in town, my wife is here, she can tell you. And they start crying. Ah! I said, touch him, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Be with him, Lord. Touch him. And when they cry out a lot louder, ah! I said, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> that's just me. I know it's a weird sense of humor, but that's just me. And so here it is. You need to tell the enemy, I'm taking it back. The Bible tells us that in 1 Samuel chapter 30, the Bible tells us of a man named David. Hey, hold on to the other part. Give me this right here. Okay? And and it, well, hold on to this too. I'm just going to look over it. Just hold on to it right there. So the Bible tells us of a man named David. He was at a place called Ziklag, or going to a place called Ziklag. Okay? Because he was at somewhere where they went to go conquered. And he wanted to get back home. And to get back home, it was a three-day journey. It was about 80-something miles. Nowadays, we get in our car, and we can go 80 miles in an hour and a few minutes. Amen? 
But back then, they didn't have no car like we got now. They, all they had were the horses, chariots, and wagons, or whatever you want to call it. And so it took them three-day journey from where they were at to get back to Ziglag. Three days. Now, I don't know if you ever worked outside or ever worked in a, in a factory that has heat. Or even if you work inside of a place that has AC and you start working, what starts to happen? You start to perspire. I work outside. It's a daily thing that I do. It's hot outside. Our boss man tells us every morning, get hydrated. Put something into you. Because I don't want to go and see you where you're working at. The guys that I work with, I tell them, listen here, you hear the boss? I said, uh, he said to drink enough water. Every now and then, drinking some Gatorade or Powerade or what kind of aid you got, but drink it. Be hydrated. I said, because you mess around and fall, I told you better know Jesus. I said, because uh, I ain't putting my lips on your lips, son. You know, my well just forget about that. First thing, the best thing I can do for you is call 911 because they're trained for that. They went to college for that. They learned all that. So my point to you is this. Your hydration in God has to be constantly every day, not just when you want to. It was a three-day trip. How many of y'all like the warmness outside that you've been outside? Walking from your car to your house, you put out a sweat. Just think now, traveling three days in the heat. At nighttime in the summer, if you live in Texas, I don't care how you are inside the house. You walk outside your house in Texas at night, and it's still hot. Amen, somebody? Amen. It's still hot. So just imagine going for three days on this trip. Now, wait a minute. They didn't have the comfort that we have in our cars. They didn't have no AC. They didn't have no music going on. Have you gone on a trip and the kids, they, they're all excited? Bluetooth and you're trying to, sharing. All right. And, and they get all excited and, 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 and you tell them, shh, be quiet. Next thing you know, they're in the back seat. Hello. Huh? They got Drew coming out the mouth. Hello. And they're knocked out. And you're in the front seat, say, oh, thank you, Jesus. They went to sleep. <laughs> huh? Thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you. You start having church all by yourself in the front. Watch this. They didn't have that. All they had was the horse and stuff. So I don't, I've ridden a horse. My dad, a long time ago, he bought me a Shetland pony. And I, I first time to get on a horse or Shetland pony is not as big as a horse, a little bit smaller. And so my brother messed around and just threw me on that horse. And next thing you know, I grabbed the mane of the horse. For y'all, I grabbed the hair that he got back there. And my brother got behind that horse, Brother Freddie, and he got a stick and he said, whack! <laughs> and that Shetland pointer said, hmm, and took off. I didn't have no saddle. I didn't have, all I had to, was to grab the mane of that horse or grab the hair of that horse. And I, <laughs> I'm going down, going down the road. And all of a sudden, bam, I fell off that Shetland pony and it stepped on me. When it stepped on me, oh my God, it felt like it was, I don't know, 
but it stepped on me. <clears throat> now my brother does hit the horse. I used to have this little bicycle had a wagon behind it. I don't know if you ever know what I'm talking. I'm dating myself now. And he got on that bicycle, Freddie, and went over there, and uh, he put me on that on that wagon. Woo, 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 woo. That day, I wish it would have never ended. Why? Because that day, not only him, but my cousins and the people lived down the neighborhood, <clears throat> they bought me sodas and <laughs> shit. So, you know why? You know why? So I won't go tell mama. Huh? Oh, I won't go tell daddy. So, so all that day, how you feeling now? Oh, man, it hurts. Hello. <laughs> so all that day, like I tell you, I got some nihilators. I know y'all don't know about what I'm talking about. Anyway, so it's a three-day journey. Sometimes it seems like we're going, it seems like from here to there, it seems like a long time. Here's the thing. The Bible says that David decided to go back home to Ziklag. I'm going to paraphrase it to you. That way you understand what I'm trying to tell you. Ziklag means this. Watch this. This is what it means. It means outflowing of a fountain. That's what Ziklag means. That's where he was going. Outflowing of a fountain. The Bible says there's a river that flows. There's a fountain that flows from us. It comes out of you. Now, what kind of water are you throwing out to the people? That's up to you. Hello, help me out, somebody. If if that river, uh, that fountain flows in you, it's, you got to start speaking words of a promising, a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, a word of I can't to I can, a word of you can't, yes, I will, and all this kind of stuff that you cannot let the enemy say you can't do that because, and then we cannot come out talking about, I can do all things through Christ, what? That strengthens me. And so if Christ is strengthening you, and then when the enemy comes and you can't do that, yes, I can't. Because why? Because there's a, a, a flowing of a fountain flowing through me because I no longer live but Christ lives in me understand who you are you are a child of God you are somebody that can say listen I've been there I've gone through the situation I know what's happening I know what you're going through and the enemy says there's no way out yes there is if if God is by my side and then I can get out of my situation Amen, somebody? If God is with me, if God is really in your heart, not in your mind, because if he's in your mind, you'd even defeat yourself. You don't even need the enemy to defeat you. You yourself say, man, I can't do that. I can't. I won't. Nah, let somebody else do it. Huh? I'm not going to be able to do that. I just don't know. And if you read that story, like I said, I'm just going to paraphrase it to you. And verse 6, you have that, sister? Mm -hmm. Verse 6, read that to read that everybody. Watch this. because we got, we got friends. We got friends. We got loved ones. We got people that, that say they know us, people that say they got your back. But let's see what that says right quick. Because uh, here, here my phone too, in case you want me to read it. Yeah, okay. Read, read it, All right, go ahead on, brother. It said, David was greatly distressed. Uh-huh. Because the men were talking of stoning him. Wait a minute. David was greatly what? Stressed. Why? Because his own people, yep. his own men, you know, were, were, 
Look, chunk rocks at him. Why? Watch this. Why? Because when they got to Ziglag, they found out that the enemy came and stole their women, their children, their their cows, their horses. They, they stole everything. Watch this. They didn't kill them. They just took it away. They burned the city and they took the family away. Hmm. Now, have you ever seen the movie Taken? Huh? That, that, that man said, uh, I'm coming to get my daughter. Huh? The thing about it is that I'm here to tell you this. What would you do if someone took your kid? What would you do if someone took something that's valuable to you? Oh, I'm going to tell you that right now. All hell on earth just broke. You ain't going to take something that's mine and just do it. No, I'm coming after you. I'm coming full force. Like she said, I'm coming because something precious that you took belongs to me. And I'm here to tell you this right now. When you'll see your son or your daughter start walking the path that they shouldn't, you need to tell the enemy that that precious is mine and it's all hell on earth now. It's not, it's not between you and me. It's between you and him. No, you didn't get that. Mm -hmm. Huh? Because I'm coming back to get what belongs to me. Yeah. Hello, help me out, somebody. Yeah. So if your joy is missing, you need to say, Lord, I'm coming back for it. Yeah. That's the reason I say the enemy doesn't know your laughter. Why? Because we don't laugh. I laugh about anything and everything. If it's funny to me, I'm going to laugh. I'm sorry if I offended you or whatever, but I'm going to laugh. Papa, that's the way it is. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to laugh. And, and sometimes, so, uh, what you laughing about, bro? Hey, I'm just laughing because I thought about something. Hello. You know. Here it is. Watch this. And verse 6, it says what? They talked about what? Stoning him. Stoning him. Why? Keep reading that for me. It says each one was bitter yeah. in spirit because of his sons and daughters. Uh huh. But David found strength in the Lord his oh, God. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> that means, watch this. <clears throat> Sometimes family have feuds, amen. Mm -hmm. I don't know nobody here like that. Okay. <clears throat> Sometimes the sisters don't see eye to eye. Hello. Sometimes the brothers Hello. don't see eye to eye. Hello. So, hey, 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 what you say? Huh? Huh? What? You, what? Okay. And so who's the referee? Okay. Who's the referee? Better watch it. Huh? Understand this. That situation sometimes happens within Christian brothers. Now, you didn't get that. A ain't nobody here ever gotten mad at your Christian brother. Are you a Christian sister? Don't tell me you haven't because uh, we'll pray for you right now. <laughs> Hello, Ken. Thank you, Jesus. You didn't like what they was doing? Understand this. David took his army with him to go back to Ziklag. And how would you feel if you were in that army and got back home to find out that your house was burned up and your family was taking slavery? How would you feel? Knowing that you came back with your leader, the leader, what what would what would happen if pastor said, "Okay, we'll have a park. We're gonna have a, a, a service at the park. We're gonna do this, that," and you got back home and bam, there's no more home. How would you feel? 
Think about this for a second. So the, he said, he said, he said they they talked about stoning him. David said they they're gonna stone me, Jesus. But I like that little last part that he read. It said David what inquired of himself. In other words, he told himself this. I came here, and even though my family not here, I still got Jesus. And because I got Jesus, what does verse number 8 say, brother? What does verse number 8 say? If you, if you continue reading that for me. Do you want me to read 7 or just jump to 8? Just jump to 8. And David inquired of the Lord. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait, we'll stop this. Okay. And David inquired of who? The Lord. Was it his brother? No. Was it his cousin? No. Nope. Was it his sister? No. Nope. Was it his mom? No. Nope. Dad? <clears throat> Grandpa? No. Nope. Grandma? No. Nope. His Christian brother. No. Who did he inquire? The Lord. Oh, my God. And so who do you inquire? Who do you go talk to when something like this is happening? When you're going through a situation that you're going to, mm, and, you, and, and you, go, you might go to everybody else, but you forgot to go and talk to the Lord. You forgot to inquire of what God wants. So what did it say, brother? Verse 8. Shall I pursue this raiding party? Stop there. Shall I pursue the, who? This raiding party. Yeah. Should I pursue the raiding party? In other words, should I pursue the people that came and took all this? Mm -hmm. What else does it say there, bro? I will overtake them. Mm, I will overtake them. What does it say? Pursue them, he answered. Wait a minute. Who answered? God. The Lord. God yeah. said pursue it. Go get it. What does it say? You will certainly overtake them oh, and my. succeed in the rescue. <laughs> Say that last little part again. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. Oh, my God. I, and, and succeed mm -hmm. in what? The rescue. In the rescue. It may look like you're not going to succeed. It may look like you're going to be defeated. It may look like, man, I just can't do it. But the word of God says, go after it. Get it because you're going to succeed. I'm telling you right now, if there's something that you're looking for that you seem you just cannot get, go after it. Okay? Because it's yours. Why? Because the enemy stole it. Because the enemy came and took it without your permission. Huh? And because without your permission and you didn't do nothing about it, he said, ah, I can go do it again. But from now on, you need to stand up like, uh, you ever, I don't know about y'all younger folks, but maybe the older folks may know this. There was a cartoon called Popeye. Y'all remember him? Huh? I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Okay. And old Brutus, Brutus is coming, boom, beat him up. Until he couldn't take no more. And then what did Popeye say? He opened up his can of spinach. He opened up a can of spinach. And then bam, boom, ton, ton, and he would say this. He would say this famous line that I say that every now and then, but I got other lines. But he would say, "I took enough, and I can't stand no more." Mm. And he would get up and go beat up Bruce and take olive oil with him. Now, come on, help me out, somebody, huh? So when was the last time you said, "I took enough, I can't stand no more"? I took enough. It's enough. Enough is enough. 
I'm going to go back, go to the enemy's camp, and I'm going to take back what he stole from me. Understand this. You can go get it. You can do it. Why? Because the word of God said that David inquired of the Lord. So all you got to do is inquire to God and say, Lord, should I take them? Should I go and pursue them? God going to say, yep. Not only going to pursue it, but you're going to over, you're going to take it back. It's yours. It belongs to you. And so I'm talking to you spiritually now. So if you've been depressed, if you're looking for an answer, if you're looking for something to, to come out of this, you need to inquire of the Lord and say, Lord, here I am. What do I got to do? Get a plan. But sometimes plan by itself is not enough. You need to go into prayer. Just don't say, okay, the Lord said I can go get it. No, pray about it. Get in and talking to Jesus. Some of you uh, young folks here that are going to school, you're going to get enticed to do things that you shouldn't be doing. I don't care. Mama and, mama and daddy or whatever, you know, while you're around them, you may act all holy and glorified, but when you're around school, you know all the drama that's going on. He said, she said, they said, we said, meet me after school, we're going to do this. Uh, hello? <laughs> and so here's the thing. Talk to everyone in the house. What is it that has been stolen from you? What is it that you're looking for? I'm here to tell you. The song says, Well, I'm going to the enemy's camp. And I took back what he stole from me. Took back what he stole from me. Took back what he stole from me. Well, I'm going to the enemy's camp. And I take back what he stole from me. He said, he's under my feet. He's under my feet. He's under my feet. He's under my feet. Satan is under my feet. You know that the word of God says that he is under your feet. I'm going to challenge you to do one thing. Now, you, if you want to do it, it works for me. Might work for you. There's a spiritual thing that you need to start doing. When you get up in the morning, don't go, oh, man, another day at work. No. <laughs> get up and say, thank you, Jesus. When your feet hit the floor, Remind Satan where he's at. Yeah. Now y'all didn't get that. Remind him. Why? Because the attack is coming. Why? Because he's going to come to invade. So stop. Okay? Stop. Let him know where he belongs. Now go be, don't go stomping your brothers and sisters and here. No. <laughs> go stomp on the enemy and let him know. Where he belongs. Amen, somebody? Amen. So this morning, I need you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, Father I come before you. I'm inquiring. Should I take it back? I know that it belongs to me. But I'm waiting for your answer. It belongs to me, Lord. And I'm taking it. In Jesus, name. In Jesus' name. Everyone say amen. Amen. amen.